Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of Long Night with Vish Khanna was recorded before a live studio audience in St. John's, Newfoundland on Friday, May 6th, 2016. Coming to you live from the Rocket Room at Lanya Manya Festival in St. John's, Newfoundland, Labrador, it's Long Night with Vish Khanna! On tonight's show, the incredible band Braids, third place Tonic, Impresario, Dan Meads, art director Spreya and Zamudio, and a musical performance by Eastern Owl. Now your host, Vish Khanna! Vish Khanna. Vish Khanna's going live on the rock tonight. Vish Khanna. Vish Khanna's going live on the rock tonight. Welcome. All right. Welcome to Long Night. Uh, we're here in St. John's, Newfoundland, which is our big treat. And I'd like to thank you all for being here. How's everybody doing tonight? Rocket Room. Love the Rocket Room. It's, uh, this is the first time we ever did the show. Uh, was here at the Rocket Room. And uh, uh, not ever, but in Newfoundland. And uh, By Divine Right was the band. Tonight... Blimbrock, how about a hand for Blimbrock? Oh yeah. Uh, Peter, Peter from Blimbrock, how are you guys uh, doing over there? Hey, baby V. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you did you just call me baby V? I did, V. Yeah. What? Uh, well, we've been hanging out, out out a lot at this festival, and I, you know, I thought we were kind of there. You thought we were, you thought we were at a stage where you could call me baby V. You or, move quickly. Or babes V's. Bit what? Or or babes v's. Babes v's. I don't like any of these names, but uh, that's, that's fine. Twister, really. That's weird. I didn't know you could do that. Anyway, thanks for being here. Thanks for being on the show. And uh, also uh, joining me for the first time. You know, in the tradition of uh, late night talk shows, the bond between a host and his sidekick or her sidekick—it's mostly him because it's sexist. The world. Um, <laughs> But the, the bond is like, it's, it's, a, it's a, an inextricable bond. You know, they hang out all the time. I have never met this gentleman before today, but I already am in love with him. How about a hand for Elling Leon? Oh, Vish. I love you too. Hi. Thank you. What? Oh, no. Okay. He kissed my hand. That was nice. Now, you and I... Uh, I know both, how you work. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird thing to say. Uh... Who, who are you exactly? Why are you on my show? Um, uh, who am I? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. It wasn't meant to be a... This is not a session. <laughs> no, I, no. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> right. Oh, it's yeah, the couch. couch. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I'm, uh, I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy from St. John's, Newfoundland. I do a few things. Uh, one of the things that I do uh, these days is uh, I'm the executive director of this new, uh, new organization called Unpossible. Unpossible. Yeah. Now, that... 
I heard one person clap for Impossible. Oh, yes. oh. I was talking about pity I claps earlier. So pity. Yeah. <laughs> what, what in the world is Impossible? You might have heard uh, of the RPM challenge. Oh, <laughs> even worse. Everyone in the room seems to know what it is. I, I don't. What is the, the RPM the challenge? The RPM challenge is, uh, is an annual creative challenge to record uh, an album of music in the month of February. And it's open to everybody. It's international. Right. It's not for beginner. It's for, it's for beginners. It's for experts. It's, uh, you know, professionals. Um, and here in Newfoundland, uh, myself, uh, I was editor of the, the Scope newspaper uh, back in 2008 when we started encouraging people here to do it. Okay. And uh, over the years, there have been like, now it's, it's just been this huge snowball. Uh, there have been 900 albums recorded as part of the RPM 900 Challenge. 900 albums? In Newfoundland and Labrador are, since are, then. Are, and let me, are, are any, no, that's a lot. Yeah. Are any of them uh, noteworthy? Would we know any of them? That's oh, a lot of records, so I'm just curious. There, there are a lot of bands that started out that way. There are a lot of, uh, there were Music and L nominations for, for RPM albums that, um, uh, yeah. Now, can you name one thing? There's like one specific record that uh, I might know uh, as Lady a guy. Lady Bird Ashley is a band that- Oh, Lady Bird Ashley, out. I saw yeah. them last night. They were great. Has anyone seen Lady Bird Ashley? <laughs> yeah. Started out uh, recording ukulele tunes. That's right, and now they're like bedroom. a like a pop rock kind of band. Yeah, their new record is Fault Lines, out everywhere at fine record stores. Why am I plugging this band all of a sudden? I know everything about they're them. A great band. I saw them yesterday, and they were good. I like them. Okay, so you uh, that's great. That's a good community thing. Did you do anything else? You look great. I know oh, you look thank nice. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I bought the suit especially for you. Did you really? Yeah. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Now, do you do anything else that we need to know about? Uh, um, what do I do? Oh man, uh, I do a bunch of things. Okay, yeah. that's 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 enough. I, uh, that's good. I, I do. <laughs> I I have uh, you, another thing that people might know me from is uh, I have a little uh, bird bar in my backyard. A little bird bar. A bar for birds. What is with the drinking in this province? What? <laughs> you're you're making birds drink? No, no, no. Well, I could. I I try to encourage them to drink, but they just eat the bird seed. Uh, it's called Junko's Pub. Junko's. Okay. Did a bird approach you about this and was like, you know, we really could use an establishment for ourselves. Did that happen or what? Yeah, the licensing was really tough. Uh, no, it was, it it was inspired by this, uh, this thing, uh, slow television. Um, in Norway, there was this, uh, a station, uh, that had a, a live bird feed or feed that was running 24 hours a day. A live bird and, feed feed. And, and yeah. it, was a, it was set up like a little Scandinavian cafe. Oh. And I was just like, I want to do that. But right. I wanted to make it a bar you, you, from Newfoundland. <laughs> pushed it into the alcohol realm yes, just to yeah, yeah. Make, give it the local flavor. Just pushing now, alcohol. I understand a, a Blimprock, uh, Peter in particular, you, you were quite enamored of this bird bar, right? I, uh, I caught the itch of bird watching recently. <laughs> and uh, one thing that's come of it is I've really started hating sparrows. There's, um, I did not know that yeah, this yeah. was going to happen. I'm sorry. I, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to any sparrows who might be listening to this episode yeah, totally. at the Bird Bar, where I believe my no, show no, is no, broadcast. No, no, no. no okay, no podcast there. No. Okay, good. Yeah, European sparrows are a terrible invasive species, I learned. And they're everywhere. And they're everywhere. You have one to of my go, favorite. Weren't they, weren't they brought here because of Shakespeare? No, that was the... Uh, uh, what to- the hell? What? <laughs> that was the European starling. Oh, oh there yeah, you yeah. go. Which, yeah, is, which is kind of a beautiful bird. But, so I don't hate them as much for some okay, reason. All right, all right. I didn't... I, I, oh, boy. Beesh, I we're know. talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so... I knew this was going to be a mistake. <laughs> All right, you, did you prepare something about the bird bar? I did. I, I prepared a song, and I, I, I'll take any opportunity I can get to do my Bill Callahan impression. So I, I uh, prepared a Bill Callahan tribute cover to Junko's Pub. Okay, let's hear it. Too many birds in one bar. Too many birds in one bar. The bar is full of 
drunken screaming birds. The bar is full of drunken screaming. One more blackbird without a place to drink. One more blackbird without a place to sing. Turns around and hopes to find Junko's pub. Wow, there you go. Really beautiful. so much is that can you use that as a theme song for your <laughs> bird bar of course it well. doesn't actually really make sense if you listen to it <laughs> no. but i really like your bird pub thank you i i just said out loud to a human being can you use that for Maybe your bird bar that's that like that not a thing i thought i would say all right well thank you very much elling and thank you blimp rock for being here i want to mention that on tonight's show we have a wonderful show i have to tell you we have uh, austin tufts of braids we have dan meads of third place tonic we have independent designers Angela Freya and Teo Zamudio who are doing that there, right there. See that? They, they just totally put applause up on the. On it's the always just for the podcast. It's always thing. smart to give guests control of the applause sign. <laughs> They're going to have the best segment, I'm pretty sure. Also, we're going to have a performance. This is very exciting. A performance by Newfoundland's All Women, All Nations drum group, Eastern Owl. That is our program tonight. We're very stoked. I, uh, I'm being told we have to go to a commercial, but stay where you are. We'll be right back. Celebrate 10 years of Kazoo in Guelph. The Concert and Art Series celebrates its 10th anniversary with some wonderful programming Friday, June 3rd and Saturday, June 4th. You can see Shotgun Jimmy, Esther Gray, Bonnie Trash, Banana Lambs, Bry Webb and the Providers, Bernice, the reporting live from somewhere book launch and exhibition, Hooded Fang, Whoopzo, Motem, and more. That's all happening June 3rd and 4th at different venues around Guelph, Ontario. Visit kazookazoo.ca for more information about how you can celebrate 10 years of Kazoo. Welcome back to Long Night, everyone. Thank you for being here. Our first guest tonight lives in Montreal, and he's a member of one of the best bands in the world. In fact, I have some of their records right here in this Lanya Vanya bag, which you can pick up at the merch table. And I just threw it like it was trash, sorry. <laughs> Last year they put out this wonderful record, Deep in the Iris. You see that there? And then, yeah. <laughs> and on May 20th, they're putting out a new EP called Companion, but it's here tonight. It's not May 20th, is it? Ellen, what's the date? Sixth. 14 days early, you can pick up this record right before you leave. Ladies and gentlemen, please say hello to Austin Tufts of Braids. Hi, Austin. How are you doing? Great. Are you good? Yeah. What's wrong? Yeah. You seem a little winded. Oh, we just we just got here. It's oh, great. did you just get to the show? Yeah, you... just just in time. Oh, okay. What were you What were you up to today here in Newfoundland? We were at the Mallard Tavern. How are you feeling? Co <laughs> the uh, Mallard Sensing cottage. a theme tonight. Maybe this is an intervention. Uh, you were at the Mallard Cottage. How was that? Wonderful. Good. Did you? you Top had a... five meals of my life. Really? Yeah. Top five of your life. Of my life. That's amazing. What'd yeah. you have? I want to know. Oh my gosh. What did we have? Okay. Started with head cheese on a little bed of something. Okay. And then. We had... Normally, head cheese would go on a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We had seal liver. Seal liver? Seal liver, which I've never had seal before. What was that like? What did it taste like? Very strong. It was very livery. Right. Good, um, good description. It yeah. was beautiful, but I could only eat like the three pieces, and I was like, I'm done. Add this is enough. Elling, really good Elling, is that a common delicacy here in Newfoundland, like uh, to eat a seal liver? Uh, 
Oh, it is down there, yeah. Uh, seal, seal, generally, yes. So it's, you eat a lot. Have you had? You, do you eat a lot of seal? I, I, not. A, I wouldn't say anybody really a, loves to eat a lot of seal. <laughs> 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 I could be wrong. Are there any polar bears here tonight? Uh, maybe they would beg to differ. All right. So you had a nice meal. Have you been to St. John's before? This is our first time. And what do you make of the place? I know it's a. Uh, it would be weird if you hated it and sent it to a room full of people no, from no. the town. But um, it's crazy. Everyone here is so nice. And, and we're Canadians, so we have a very high standard of nice. Right. But this place is amazing. Yeah. Uh, just some friends here, Phil Maloney from Hey Rosetta, has been showing us around, and it's great. We feel so welcome. It's now, you you live in Montreal. Correct. Are people nice in Montreal? <gasps> Whoa, someone actually cleared their throat. <laughs> <laughs> they cleared it in French. Yeah, depends. That didn't make any sense. Um... It's a it different of a kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's... Yeah. Montreal's great. Um, are the people nice? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. I'd say a lot of the people are nice. A lot of the people are nice. The people Not you know. all of the people are nice. Well, but people come... Okay, so people come... I've had the same experience when I leave St. John's and people ask me, and I've been coming here now for uh, four or five years. Someone's tracking me. I think I have a... Someone knows how many times I've been here, but I think it's... Four or five times, and uh, it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And I do leave here saying, yeah, the people are really nice. And I sometimes wonder what that means about where I live, because I don't think the people in Guelph, where I live, are all jerks. No, but no, no. some I think of it's them those, are. It's, it's, a, it's a question of relativity. I mean, you don't really question your own city in terms of uh, politeness or niceties. You just you accept it for what it is, and then you go somewhere else, and it blows your mind like St. John's. This is crazy. Yeah. You guys have a wonderful city. I'm going to say it. Thank you. It's lovely. Did you, did you have an impression of the city before you got here? Was there something you'd heard about it where you're like, I wonder if that's true. I guess I'll find out. Like, was there anything like that? So far, I've had a couple things that just misconceptions uh, being a mainlander that uh, realized. Um... Embarrassingly enough, I thought Labrador was a string of islands, which it's not. It's actually attached to Quebec, which I had no idea of. Right. Oh. Um, sure, that, that like, sounds accurate. <laughs> you a geography teacher in the house here? I don't know if that's... You don't know either. I don't, yeah. I don't uh, but I, didn't, I, didn't, I wouldn't have said that because I didn't want to seem dumb. Because don't know anything about this place. Right, okay, so you learned a little I learned bit about... A little, uh, that you guys are called townies, if you're from here. And then... Uh, if you're from the Bay, you're Bayman. And then we're Mainlanders. We're what? You come from away, do you? You come from, from away. away. Mainlanders yeah. or CFA. Yeah. <laughs> what? CFA. What's it's an acronym Come now. from away. Come, come from, from away. away. Oh, I see. I'm learning stuff too. I'm not... Sounded like a royalties collection agency. The, <laughs> yeah, C, right. the CFA is, Send you know, comes, comes in the mail with your soaking Send checks. your levy payment to the CFA. <laughs> so the people are nice. The people here are nice, mm. but you are still... There's no buts. No, it's just the people here are nice full stop. <laughs> but you seem painful. <laughs> you lit up the applause sign. Okay. All right. Well, we'll just uh, we'll just move on from that point and uh, leave it alone. Now you've played all over the world in braids. Now, correct? Uh, are well, there not all over, but lots of places. Is there some place you'd like to go that you haven't gone? India would be great. No, you don't want to go to India. Yes, it is we not. Do. No, I've been to India. It's not good. They don't know what they're doing. You're on the record here. <laughs> India is not good. Vishkana. Have you been to? <laughs> Newfoundland is good, <laughs> India is bad. Have you have you been to like does, does Montreal have like a little India? Oh yeah, Jean like, Talon. Right. Yeah. So you go to Little India. India is like Jean Talon on steroids. It's just there's cows running around <laughs> and they there's a monkey riding the cow. It's stolen your laundry. I actually okay. In 1989, I went to India, and I saw from across my grandparents' apartment a monkey steal someone's laundry and run away. <laughs> now, and I was constipated the whole time. So listen, I don't think you should go to India, because it's awful. No, I, uh, I do, I actually, my, my dad the other day uh, told me, he was driving me to the airport for this trip, and he said, we're going to India, your mom and I are going to India in October, and I said, Oh, our family, you know, I've got two kids, my wife, we'd like to go with you. And he said, 
It's very expensive. <laughs> that is not a, a warm invitation to come along on the trip. It's a lot of money, is what he kept saying. Mm -hmm. it's, it, like, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a note from your father who still drives you to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> saying, Vish, you don't have enough money. Yeah. <laughs> I, you can't even get to the airport Ooh, from the town you, you live in. come to India. How are you going to make it in India? You are not going to survive in India, my dad was telling me. <laughs> All right. Anyway, is there uh, you've played? Uh, what's the most remote place Braids has played? Would you say? Remote uh, Vietnam, maybe. You guys played a show in Vietnam. Wow. Yeah, last year in July, we got a chance to go to Asia for the first time. It was amazing, life-changing trip. It was beautiful. Now, who is there anything about Vietnam that stuck out for you in particular, other than just we we're in Vietnam? Like, was there something unique? Yeah, about it? I've always wanted to go there from the time I was like 12 years old, and I was looking up pictures of rainforests on the internet and stuff like that. Was it because of the movie Good Morning Vietnam? No, actually. Um, embar I had this conversation with my roommates just the other day. I'm a big Robin Williams fan. How about a hand oh, for Robin yeah, Williams? Robin Williams. <laughs> for sure. Mm -hmm. But actually, Brought it back. embarrassingly enough, I think my first film ever that I saw in theaters, and please say something if anybody else has seen this film, because I told my roommates this year three days ago, and they were like, what movie is that? It's called Operation Dumbo Drop. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, like, this is crazy. It's a ridiculous movie. I wouldn't really recommend it. This is a, this is a, a film about uh, an operation you to know get it. the elephant Dumbo? No. No, okay. <laughs> you don't know it. Okay. It's, it's anyway. after my time, actually. So that was my first time seeing Vietnam, really, was in that movie. And then ever since then, I was like, oh, my God, it's a beautiful space. And I uh, just have lots of Vietnamese friends and love Vietnamese cuisine and always wanted to go there. And then this last year, I got a chance to go, and we spent a week on vacation there before our show. Okay. And I think it's nice to do a vacation in a, in a place before your show because it gives you a lot of insight into that culture yeah. before you get a chance to present your culture and your life story to a group of people. It was very interesting. I agree with you. Like I lived in Guelph for four years, <laughs> and I didn't know the city very well until I got a job working for a car rental company, and I had to drive people around. So I always advise anyone, no matter where you're planning to go on your vacation, when you get there, get a job at a car rental company, <laughs> drive people around, and then you'll know the city better than anyone. So that's my... Anyway, you're from, you're from Calgary, Alberta, mm -hmm. and obviously we uh, have, all of us have Fort McMurray in our thoughts yes, right absolutely. now. Uh, uh, you have Alberta roots. Do you have any direct connection to this uh, horrible situation? No, I've never been to Fort McMurray. I don't really personally know anybody up there, but um, direct connection is like how proud I am of the province as of late. Uh, they're politics have shifted massively. Uh, Nenshi is an amazing mayor. Uh, the premier is doing wonderful things for the province, and I'm really just proud of how it's responded to this yeah. to this fire, and the, the first response has been amazing. Uh, I think as a province, we're extremely well-equipped to deal with something like this, and I'm just proud. Yeah, for the, I, It's weird. I moved away, you know, as an 18-year-old child being like, okay... I kind of hate my province and I moved to Montreal to escape and to become a part of something that was bigger than myself. But now after learning so much and traveling a lot and looking back on my own province as it's grown up in the same way that I have, it's amazing. It's, you know, it's forward thinking for the first time in 40 years. Yeah, know? it seems to me that after you left, it got really good. Is that because <laughs> of you? <laughs> yeah, I think... Probably. Just like a little bit. It must yeah, be. Just Taylor and I and Raph <laughs> left and then everything got great. They, did, they weeded the garden, you know. It, but it must surprise you how, because it was a really entrenched conservative province. Exactly. That was the perception of it. You'd go there and there's still obviously pockets of that, but it's, mm -hmm. it's taken this wild shit. A massive really. turn. Yeah, yeah, you're a town in particular, Calgary. Yeah, it's, Mary, it's yeah. amazing. Uh, going back, you know, eight years after moving away and it's totally changed the... Uh, focus on public infrastructure and uh, public art. It's crazy. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll literally build the most hideous public art just to say we're building public yeah, art. Yeah, right. They had there's it in a, the budget. There's a lamppost by the airport. It's just a, it's just a piece of... Sorry if anybody's listening to this and they funded that, but there's... Uh, <laughs> most of my listening audience, <laughs> it's they just Calgary. fund horrible art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well... No, I'm kidding. There's a, literally a lamppost that's just been bent in a circle, and then they stuck the, the lamp portion of it on top of that, and I think it cost $800,000. Calgary, you know? 
<laughs> interesting yeah, place. It's an interesting, but still, they're yeah. putting money in towards public art and infrastructure, bike lanes all over the place. There's, you know, music venues are doing well. They just built the National Music Center, which is amazing. And it's cool. Things aren't going so well here right now. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to point no, that I out actually, to you. Actually, I've been learning a lot about this. People from the town have been t- have been telling me things. It's we're going to talk about it later crazy. with people yeah. who are from town. And we'll know about. It. I didn't mean to make you feel bad, but yeah, it it is pretty. That's nice that your place is doing so well. Um, yeah, you're, you're totally rubbing it in here. Tell us about this thing. Companion is coming out uh, later this month. Uh, this is a good segue. Yeah. You're literally just clapping because somebody in a laptop in a suit back there put the word applause. It doesn't mean it's not real. (laughs) This is true. This is how talk shows work. This is the environment you've created. I'm editing all of this out. (laughs) (laughs) These people are my family now. (laughs) They'll do anything I ask them. The applause like, sign is still popping might be, up. Might be one too many applause breaks at this point. <laughs> no, it's fine. Tell us about this record. Uh, this is a four-song EP, and my understanding is that uh, they do they derive from the same sessions that produced your last album? Is that what happened? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Deep in the Iris, which we put out last April, was last... Yeah, April. Um, so good. Thank you. Um, the month of April? No. Oh, yeah, month <laughs> April was a April's great April's also really good. I was a shout out for April. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Shout out for April. Into the Iris. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a fantastic record. Thank you. Yeah, so we wrote most of this record in three really specific locations. Uh, we went off to Arizona in Prescott, Arizona in the high desert. That was where we started writing and recording the record. Then we went to upstate New York, uh, rented a beautiful little farm there, and spent a month there. And then we went to our friend's family cottage in Vermont, and all three of those locations played deeply into the essence of what that record is, you know, escaping all of your day-to-day life and your grind and becoming really exposed and vulnerable with each other in nothing but nature's presence. You know, when you strip everything away and you realize um, that vulnerability and personal connection can be the most strong connection, the, the, like the strongest thread throughout humanity. And that's sort of what that record stands for. And the four songs on this record, on Companion Story, the new EP, has, has stemmed from the same session. So a lot of those songs started on the same recording sessions, but never got finished for one reason or another. You know, didn't quite fit in on the aesthetic of the album. And we had a chance after that tour in Asia, actually, in July, came back to Montreal in August and finished those four songs into an EP. And this was actually, it was like a burst of creativity that we're really still heavy on right now. Nice. Um, and we wrote the entire thing in like two and a half weeks. And that's the fastest we've ever worked as a band. So we're normally like take years to, to make yeah, a record. Yeah, sure, yeah. So it was, it's great. I don't know. I feel like the roots of it are planted in the whole Deep in the Iris form, but then a whole brand new wave of creativity after touring the world and seeing Asia for the first time coming back and being extremely inspired and then just diving into it and finishing it and some of I think one of the songs I'm most proud of that out of any music we've ever created is Companion the title track okay. off that and, and it's a, vid- a lovely video for yeah, it yeah video too. just came out last week yeah. for sure alright well that's great now what's next for Braids then you mentioned all this creativity you got another you uh, working got, on another thing <clears throat> yeah I mean we're doing some touring this summer some Canadian festivals tour like we're in the states and in the UK, and then yeah, just diving right into a new record. Okay. Yeah. Would you ever consider playing a, a bird bar? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is there a PA? The pay is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> as just, long as we get some of the bird feed and they're paying us bird feed. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that a thing? Yeah. It's no. a pittance. Pittance. Yeah. No, you should consider. Playing the bird bar. Um, <laughs> all right, listen, people. They, they have other. They have other to go big, to. big gigs. <laughs> Actually, yeah. no. You know, being here, this is amazing, and everyone here is really swaying us to want to come back and do some, you know, introduce this into our touring circuit as a place that we can come yeah. and tour. Oh yeah, that'd be because, so cool. Because, you know, we've now like after this year, we've gone lots of remote places and. 
uh, this is an amazing city, beautiful province. Why not come here and share our art with you guys if we're going all the way across the world to Vietnam and Thailand? Like, you guys are so much closer and have such a beautiful thing going on here. So. Are you scolding yourself right now? <laughs> no, I'm Deeper speaking airfare. the praise of you know, oh, yeah, no, here and drinking lots of great wine <laughs> and uh, eating lots of amazing local meats and stuff. So. Yeah, well, it's great that you're here. We, we thank you for coming. People can follow this band on Twitter, at Braids Music. Uh, we got to take a quick break. Uh, you should stay here. We're having a, a tonic tasting session now. <laughs> so we're going to taste... <laughs> Some sh we'll be tasting oh, yeah. tonic with Dan Meads of the uh, third place third place tonic. Did I say that right? Yes. That's correct. Third place tonic. That's what is up the next. first place tonic? We don't have time to get <laughs> into that right now. All right, don't touch that dial, but have a round of applause for uh, Austin of Braids, everyone. Hey, this week's episode is brought to you by Pizza Trocadero. For my money, the best pizza you can eat in Guelph, Ontario. A proud, independent family business run by a punk rocker, Trocadero only uses a rich array of fresh ingredients cut by hand and homemade dough made daily, all baked to perfection inside of a stone oven. It's gourmet panzerotti, calzones, wings, salads, garlic bread, breadsticks, and oh man, the pizza, the pizza. Personally, I like the gourmet Domateo with goat cheese, artichoke, roasted red pepper, mushrooms. I sub out the turkey breast for eggplant, but that's just me. Wash the whole thing down with a brio? Man, I am getting hungry just talking about this. Call Pizza Trocadero at 519-829-2444. Visit them at 7 Municipal Street in Guelph and online at trocaderoguelph.ca. T-R-O-K-A-D-E-R-O-G-U-E-L-P-H dot C-A. That's Pizza Trocadero, a place of the good trade. Thank you very much for uh, tuning into the show. Uh, just a reminder that tonight's show will soon be appearing as an episode of the Creative Control Podcast, which is available on iTunes, audioboom.com, vishkana.com, and also broadcast Wednesdays at noon Eastern Standard Time on CFRU.ca and CFRU 93.3 FM in the beautiful town of Guelph, Ontario. I should really be getting the city to pay me for saying that, shouldn't I? I mean, that's You're a very not? nice plug for <laughs> yeah. Guelph. Get like You've $2 to, every I time so, you mention I thought that's why they moved you out there. <laughs> <laughs> really, you didn't choose to move there. They paid you to move No, to Guelph, no. I know so. it seems that way, but no, I like actually living there. It's a lovely <laughs> place. Uh, the show also has a Patreon page where you can make a, a monthly flexible donation to keep the podcast going. So please consider listening to and spreading the word about creative control. Okay? Yeah. Thank woo, you very woo, much. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer budget-friendly flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment the plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals so for whatever tomorrow brings united healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you learn more at uh1.com burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping and that extends to their outdoor collection their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Our next guest works towards the reduction of homelessness and poverty and is a social policy analyst who advocates for progress within communities. He is also the co-creator of a dynamic local business product called Third Place Tonic. Please say hello to Dan Meads. Dan. Hey, 
Hi, Dan. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. Welcome to the show. Sure, this is a very low couch. Yeah, I like to keep the people on my show lower than me so I feel good about That's myself. That's a super power move. I'm like in a cloud in heaven, and you guys are just down there, earthly human beings. Nope. Yeah. We're all not squashed what I, together. Not what I no, I wouldn't have said it either. No. I'm not religious. That was weird. Uh, you've had an interesting day. I have, yeah. Were you on the TV today? I, I was on the TV today. So uh, two jobs, day job, poverty reduction, uh, homelessness work for women fleeing violence. Super boring in the context of a bunch of people out having fun on a Friday night. So we'll probably skip over some of it. No, 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 no. That is not boring. That is Very important. important. Yeah, I want to okay. talk about that a little sure. bit. Sure, okay. But, but what, got, what you were on TV, for, what were you on TV for today? So we have recently had a provincial budget here in Newfoundland Labrador. I hadn't so heard about that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey, don't boo what? the show. What? It's not the show's fault. It's not the show's fault. <laughs> no, uh, which is tough for folks living in poverty. And so I've been doing a bunch of uh, work talking to folks about how it is really difficult for people living in poverty and how provincial governments can make decisions that are really great for folks that are vulnerable or make decisions that are tough for folks that are vulnerable. And this government has made a choice to make decisions that are tough for folks that are vulnerable. So we're really hoping that they'll make uh, some different decisions in the near future and, and make people living in poverty uh, a little easier, make their lives a little easier in the near future. Is it possible for you to briefly encapsulate what this austerity budget is, yeah. what it's doing? Sure, yeah. So, so taxes are uh, tough on folks that don't have much money. You can make taxes progressive, meaning everybody pays the same percentage, or you can make taxes regressive, meaning that folks living in poverty pay a higher percentage than folks that are doing well. This budget, uh, including what we call the deficit reduction levy, or as I call it, the liberal levy, um, is about as regressive as taxation can be. And so uh, in Newfoundland Labrador today, people living in poverty pay about 1.5% in a tough levy, and folks making above a quarter million dollars a year make a little, pay a little less than one half of 1%. And so it's really tough for folks living in poverty. So that's the day job. That's what I spent my day sort of nine to five doing. Has the government explained why they're enforcing a, a regressive levy? Like well, so I could speak on their behalf, or I could tell you why I think they did it. <laughs> I am more interested in the latter. Uh, the price of oil evidently went down a ton. Yeah. Uh, and so when you, when you uh, sort of tie your economy to the price of a barrel of oil, which you don't control at all, um, then, then people that are vulnerable bear the brunt of those terrible long-term decisions. But would progressive taxation not like progressive versus regressive taxation not result in a higher amount of tax money? It would over the longer term. And so at the end of the day, if you tax, if you, if you peg a budget to $150 barrel oil and oil goes down to $40 a barrel, you've got to find that revenue somewhere. And when you owe a bunch of folks a bunch of money, as the government of Newfoundland Labrador does, you try to find that revenue wherever you can really quickly. Uh, and sometimes that comes on the back of people living in poverty, which it has in the last couple of weeks. And, now, so and closing libraries. That's right. They're closing libraries. Closing libraries. There's a, a head half. tax. So basically, if you're alive, you have to pay a tax. That's right. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're, you're dead, mostly alive, you might have to yeah. pay a tax. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, they really are great. trying to blame this on the previous government. How much of that do you buy? Oh, I'm willing to buy blame for any political party most of the time. Um, and so it is a, a succession of decades of pegging a budget on the barrel of oil that is to blame. And so um, I'm happy to blame the progressive conservative government of Newfoundland Labrador for pretty terrible economic policy. The difference between the two, if I were to make a distinction between the conservatives and the liberals, is that the liberals came to office just last year by promising they wouldn't raise taxes and promising they wouldn't cut jobs. And uh, even by my standards, the speed at which they raise taxes and cut jobs is pretty astounding. And so uh, the, the difference between the two parties, the conservatives and the liberals in my mind, is that the liberals came to government at a time of plenty uh, and spent a bunch of that dough. The liberals said, ah, you know, we don't really care what the barrel price of oil is. We're not gonna cut any jobs. We're not gonna raise any taxes and then very, very quickly did both of those things. And so- They were short-sighted and then they had to Sure, pay. I mean, it depends yeah. on which brand of liar you prefer. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now these changes, these changes are being implemented June 2nd or June something? June 1st. June 1st. Yep. There's nothing that anyone here can do. You in particular now can't go and do something well, about this. Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> You know, at, at the end of the day, I think it's fair to say this budget was for creditors of Newfoundland yeah. and Labrador, not of people and voters of Newfoundland and Labrador. 
And so I think as, as voters of Newfoundland and Labrador, it's incumbent on us to express our opinion in the most earnest uh, and loud way that we can. And that involves calling our NHAs and letting them know how we feel about it. And if you're in favor of the budget, uh, it's a lonely club, but if you do feel that way, call your MHA and tell them. And if you feel like closing libraries because we have the highest illiteracy rate in Canada, if you feel like raising taxes on people that have a higher than average poverty rate, if you feel like making vulnerable people, including women fleeing domestic violence, is a tougher sell, make sure you call your MHA and let them know. And if you're not sure how to reach them, call me and I'll uh, <laughs> happily bring them, bring you to their office so you can express your, your opinions. <laughs> All right, well, uh, this seems like a nice enough way to segue into drinking. I'm thirsty. Uh, what is third place tonic? Sure, so third, the third place tonic is a side project myself and a friend of mine, Chris Smith, launched about six months ago. We decided that uh, the world of gin and tonic drinkers was being underserved by chemical-induced sugary tonic water you get in a yellow can at the grocery store. Uh, I'm so sorry, does, is it always in a yellow can? Oh, it literally is always in a yellow can. I have one here that you can see I covered the brand name of, but I wrote Yellow Tonic. On. That's uh, It's subtle. I'm known for my subtlety. wonder why it's, it's, why is it all, every brand uses a yellow can, don't they? Well, it, they do. If that's what you want to talk about, we can call no, them. No, no, sorry. I, I just was wondering why. <laughs> sorry, I'm like, I'm like a dog. I just got distracted by the yellow can. Rough. So we can open this up. It's, it is kind of rough. <laughs> Magic of radio, friends. Very good. Uh, and so we, we felt like maybe there was a better solution to gin and tonic drinkers than a chemical-induced can of tonic from the grocery store. Right. I have been doing some international development work overseas. Uh, and sometimes, if you're unlucky enough to have malaria and you're kind of far-flung, if you can't quite get to modern medical intervention, they'll make you chew on something called cinchona bark. Uh, a cinchona tree originally is from Peru, and it's the only natural source of quinine in the world. Oh, okay. Quinine's the thing that does two things. It's the only thing malaria doesn't really like, and it also makes tonic water tonic water. You know uh, what has uh, quinine in it is uh, Brio, Chinoto. Really? Yeah, Brio. It's my, one of my favorite drinks. I talk about it on the show all the time. Right, I mean, I know that because I listen always. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would know that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, Brio, So, and people always... Because it's not a common ingredient in beverages. Sure, I brought, I brought some for you. You brought some Brio for me? Nope. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry, carry on. So we, we, uh, we decided to dig in and see if we could make an all-natural tonic water here in Canada. Are you a scientist? Uh, no, I don't even own glasses. A bad scientist. <laughs> no, we... Well, we... who decides they're just going to make water? That seems weird. What do you... That... No, it, so tonic... So... Oh, Thank you for asking for a history lesson. <laughs> Were you a British soldier in 1825? You look the part in some ways. We would have sent you out on a ship. No, you're, you look like you could handle a ship at sea, I mean. Okay. And so we'd send you out on a boat. Yeah. Uh, and we'd give you three things. We'd give you lime to keep away scurvy. Scurvy, yeah. We would give you quinine to keep away malaria. And we would give you gin. And we'd want to, hopefully... Uh, keep away mutiny. <laughs> Gin keeps away the mutiny. Right. So if you give soldiers enough booze, they won't overthrow the ship. Right. Sure. And so as it turns out, gin back in the day was anything you fermented and mixed with juniper berries and it didn't taste very good. And lime juice, of course, was just a bitter juice of a lime. It didn't taste very good. And quinine syrup, quinine's the most naturally bitter thing on the planet. It doesn't taste very good either. And so in 1825, some intrepid sailor mixed the three of them together, and lo and behold, a gin and tonic was born. Wow. Okay. That's so we how thought... Did it, how did it taste? You just said three ingredients that tasted terribly just bitter. Really bitter. It tasted only slightly <laughs> less <bitter>. terrible. <laughs> right. Uh, but luckily today, we've come up with a product that tastes great, and so okay. we... We, we're going to taste it. Let's yeah, we got, it. We got, so, we're going to have a taste okay. test here. I, I see, by the way, you're looking at your watch. Yeah, well, I, I, we got a show to run here. So, yeah, this sure. is uh, interesting. So, this is yellow tonic right from a can. Uh, it's got gin in it. Iceberg gin made right here in St. John's, Newfoundland, Labrador. Okay. Who runs the applause sign in this place? So, taste that. Let me know. Um, Vish, I understand that you're not, you're not prone to alcohol. And so, we decided to do something for you. Prone. I'm not prone to alcohol. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we, uh, the most popular drink in Spain right now is called coffee tonic. 
And so oh. it's good tonic water mixed with good espresso. And so what we've got for you right here wow. is soda water. With our tonic, you can see that nice dark brown color that comes from the tree bark. Um, and we're going to mix that with some great espresso. Oh, wow. Look right, at this. Right here, the magic of television, friends. I'm not going to sleep for three days. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. So try that. Okay. Are we all going to go together here? So these guys have just got a pedestrian gin and tonic you get anywhere up the oh, street. Oh, well, I should wait till we all have the fancy sure. stuff together, right? Well, I, fancy. Thanks for I like to drink. be fancy. Yeah. Uh, so you're gonna, they're going to try that. So you're going to try that. You've, had, you've probably had gin and tonic before, eh, gents? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Of course. Have you guys, have you already had a sip? Oh, yes. Have you had a sip of what you got there? We had a sip of the, the pleb stuff. Yeah. Okay, try, so why don't why like you both have a sip together and then uh, let us uh, okay, give us your impressions together. of that, uh, so, that so drink. So normal Here. gin and tonic, gentlemen. Oh, the cheers. Good sound effects, guys. Slurpy. Okay. Right, so Austin. Normal, normal GT, we've all had them. That's really uh, nice gin. Where is that? That's from here? Right here in St. John's, Newfoundland, the Iceberg Gin Company. All right. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So we're going to give you a nice dark colored gin and Wait, tonic. Wait, just one moment. Uh, Ellie, did you try the? What did you think of the? It was, you've had this before. I it's, did. It does taste like good gin. Okay. Yeah. No, good. The, the gin's great. The tonic's exactly what you expect. I mean, okay. part, part of the virtue of gin and tonic is that no matter where you go in the world, you can oh. just order one and you're pretty sure you're going to get the same thing you've always gotten. Right. We felt like that thing that you get when you order that was really substandard. Yeah. Uh, and so we thought we could do something a little bit better. Uh, and so we launched this product called the Third Place Tonic. And we'll talk about the name there, Snippy Boy. Um, <laughs> but we launched this product in October. And so what I'd like you to do is every, everyone have a taste of your Third okay. Place Tonic and gin. I, I can and coffee, yeah. Okay. Whoa. Awesome. Wow. I have a half empty bottle of third place tonic in my fridge, by the way. Ah, we've already converted you. It's great. Yeah. Wow, it's, 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 it is good. It's, it's a little, it's bitter. I mean, it's sure. good, but it's bitter. Yeah, yeah. so we, we want the cocktail to be a bitter cocktail, an old style bitter cocktail, the way it would have been a long time ago. We called it the third place tonic. Uh, the third place is an old sociology term. The first place in sociology is your home, where you spend the most amount of your time. The second place is work, where you spend the second most amount of your time. And the third place is wherever you get together with friends and build community. Like a, um, like a, like a, like a bird, like a bird bar. Like a bird bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah like a pub. Exactly, yeah. Like a jungle bar. Yeah. yeah. And so we thought it would be great if we, we, we built a product around folks getting together and having a drink and right. building community. And that's really what this is. So and it's a wild success, isn't it? We're really fortunate. That is in part because of the support from right here in St. John's, Newfoundland. Um, and so we, we brought this product to a restaurant here in the city called Mallard Cottage. Uh, Mallard's great. Uh, we brought them the product and said, hey, what do you think? Uh, and they wouldn't give us the rest of the bottle back. <laughs> they said, Dan, this is really something. We want to start selling it today. And I said, I said, Steve, Todd, like I make it on my stove at home, man. I can't sell it to you. Uh, and they said, well, we, we want you to bring it to market right away. We want to sell it. I had another friend uh, who owns a series of retail stores across Canada, and I sent him a bottle as a Christmas gift before we ever thought it would be a product, and um, he offered to buy the recipe. He said, Dan, I'll pay you to never make this again. Um, and that's when we started to think, hey, maybe this is a real thing. Um, and so we launched it in October and thought, you know, maybe we'll sell 100 bottles before Christmas. Uh, maybe people will like it a little bit. Uh, and we met our one-year sales goal in week three. Wow. Uh, which is great. Congratulations. So, Amazing. Today, uh, right here at the Rockets, you can buy retail bottles, and you ought to, uh, but you can get it here in St. John's, in Halifax as well, as well as in southern Ontario. We're going to be launching in the rest of the country in the coming months, and so uh, the support of St. John's has been great. It's helped us launch across the country. Okay, it's really so fantastic. It's the feel-good awesome. story of the year. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, it's great. It is great. And people can learn more good. about it at the thirdplacetonic.com. Yeah. And you can follow you on the Twitter at thirdplacetonic. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, this is great. Thank you so much for being on the show, Thanks, Dan. Dude, I appreciate really it. Yeah, I appreciate really, time. really appreciate you being on the show. Dan Meads, everybody. <laughs> we have to step away for a moment. When we return, Design Dio Freo and Zamudio will be here. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs>
The 2016 Hillside Festival is happening July 22nd to the 24th and is proud to feature such acts as Jennifer Castle, Nap Eyes, Buffy St. Marie with the Sadies, and so, so much more. There will also be plenty of food, craft vendors, and workshops. For more information about the festival and tickets, visit hillsidefestival.ca. Mark your calendars for the 2016 Hillside Festival happening July 22nd to the 24th at the physically accessible Guelph Lake Conservation Area. Welcome back to Long Night, everyone. Thanks again for being here. Uh, wow, it's a great show so far. I'm really enjoying our guests. I'm going to hand for all the guests so far. And uh, Blimp Rock get, uh, and our, our guests of the show, I'm going to hand for the audience. Didn't seem. Uh, it's not. It's not weird. quite the same when. Didn't seem when as grateful. Didn't seem as grateful as they well, seemed to us. You know, I, because it was fixed from the start. Vish, there's four of us here, and then we had to clap against them. That's really hard. And then we have to be against the audience almost, which is the ultimate taboo in a talk show. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make this a competition. I just thought it would be nice to give it. Anyway, it's a stupid thing I did. I'm sorry. You could take him. Hey, I want to mention that the uh, next live taping for Creative Control, the podcast, is uh, scheduled to take place at the Hillside Festival in Guelph, which is very exciting. Yeah. It'll be uh, the, the weekend of July 22nd, so if you're planning to come to Guelph or if you're listening from the area, please come to Guelph and come to the taping or listen to it afterwards, okay? Okay? Thank you very much, yeah. Our next guests are the brains behind uh, Freya and Zamudio, an independent design studio that operates between Montreal and Mexico City. Please join me in saying hello to Angela Freya and Teo Zamudio right now. Hi. Hi, thanks for having us. It's great to have you. You guys have been doing great work uh, all you. week already. You've been doing projections uh, on yeah. all the walls. Has anyone yeah. seen what they've been up to? It's really great. Yeah. Uh, the Thank applause signs. Yeah, no one's doing the applause sign now. So. These guys are controlling. Yeah, yeah we, that, I know, I that know. was unsolicited applause <laughs> totally or something. Real. Yeah, no, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> now explain to the people. We uh, we have some sense of what you do. You project things on walls at talk shows. But what else do you do? What exactly does your 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 company do? Well, we're a full-service design firm, so we do everything from branding to illustration to web development to everything, and we work a lot with artists and musicians around Canada, um, also around the world in Mexico. Um, we're recently working in the Middle East now, so that's kind of exciting for us. So, yeah, that's what we do. And do you have a home base? Like, you're, why are you in St. John's for this? Are you here for the festival, or why are you here, Teo? Yeah. Uh, well, I, and because Sanchez from Newfoundland, so it, we love this project. It's very personal. So sometimes you, it's good to go out from your comfort zone, <laughs> get to hit the road and be <laughs> in the farthest point in Canada almost, and pretty, pretty far from Mexico too. So. <laughs> yeah, I, we, can, challenge, we can Google map it, but I believe it is pretty far. Uh, <laughs> that's what Google Maps would tell you. That's what it'll say. Far. Yeah. So, uh, so we, uh, uh, we also did all the art direction for La Giovanna, so all your tote bags and all of your maps and stuff, that's our work, so I hope you guys like it. Yeah. That's nice. Now, so you're from St. John's, but you're based, Angela, you're based in Montreal these yeah, days? Yeah, we're both based out of Montreal, but okay. Teo's from Mexico, so he has projects down there as well. Okay, now is it possible at this point, we've seen some of your work, uh, throughout Lan Yavanya, but is it possible for us to see some of it tonight, like right now? Yes. Okay, now, Teo, are you going to go and... <laughs> I'll do the applause. You'll, go, you'll do the applause? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Teo's going to show it, and I'm going to explain to you guys what some of our projects have been, and you can uh, take a look. All right, uh, Teo, what are we going to see uh, uh, first here? Do you have any sense? Yeah, okay, so we work a lot with an artist named John Raffman. I don't know if you guys are familiar with his work. He's a great artist. He's based out of Montreal. He does a lot of... Um, I guess, post-internet art. I don't know if that's a, a thing, but, but that's what he does. And we do all of his retouching for him. So, so he'll come to us and he'll give us a I photo. love this piece, by the way. 
<laughs> with just my name. <laughs> That's a nice one. Oh, okay, this is uh, yeah. this is him. Yeah. So he'll come to us with a photo that he took of just a bunch of garbage on a desk, <laughs> and then we'll turn it into something beautiful working with him. So so he comes to us and we look through old photos from the old paintings from the 16, 1700s, and then we kind of put them together. And he actually just had an exhibit at the MAC in Montreal, um, which is really great. And he's done, he's done other really amazing work as well. So that's one of our clients, and that's one of our projects that we do pretty frequently. So it's literally like detritus. It's just trash. It's stuff like Tom Waits would sing about. Yeah, kind of. Like Tom Waits would yeah. see that photo and just write a song based Probably. on every item in there. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's right. Okay. That's right. Yeah. All yeah. right, what, what's next? What are we going to see next, uh, Angela? What do, you, what do you think we're going to see next? I think next, maybe Pop Montreal, Theo. Pop Montreal. Oh, you've done yeah. the design for another festival. Yeah, so I did art direction for Pop Montreal maybe three years ago now. Um, Pop Montreal is a great music festival in Montreal, if anyone's interested in that. They have lots of great bands. So yeah, we did the art direction in 2013, I think, which is three years ago now. Right. Uh, which was... Which is the, I went to that year. Oh, I actually, did you? I have, it's here somewhere. I have a, did you do the tote bag? Yes, I did. Yeah, I, I have, I have one of those tote bags. Oh, that's a nice. weird, small, <laughs> that's a small world situation yeah, right there. Wow. Yeah, that's right. That was a good year too. It was, it was fun for me. It was my first time doing direction for a music festival. So that was really exciting. And so you, the, how does this relationship work? Like if that's a well-established brand, do you pitch them a bunch of stuff and they say, we like this, we don't like this? Yeah, and then you basically, figure it out? it's a lot of back and forth. Like with our clients, we try to talk to them. Our clients are always like super involved in the process. Lonnie Vanya has given us a lot of independence, which is really like wonderful. We love that. Same with Pop, actually. But most of the time, we try to be really interconnected with our clients so we can make something that they love as well. Now, we've heard from Austin earlier that the people in Newfoundland are very nice. Uh, in your dealings with the people at Lonnie Vanya, are they a little too nice? Are they no, pushovers? No, they're amazing. Yeah, no, definitely not. You know, the difference, one of the biggest differences between Newfoundland and Montreal that I find is in, in Montreal, people will say, do you want to go have a coffee with me? But in Newfoundland, it's, it's never a coffee. It's always, do you want to go have a pint with me? That's sort of the difference. Right, the drinking. The drinking. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of drinking yeah, here. Yeah, there is, there is. That's a thing. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, I mean, these are nice pieces. Is there a way for people to see... Yeah. Uh, the full range of your work together? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to freyainzumudia.com. Uh, that's our website. You can see all of our work there. We're always open to new projects. We love to work with artists and musicians. We do a lot of work with record labels across the country. So if you guys have something that you would like to work on, we'd love to be part of that. Excellent. Well, it's very nice to have you guys on the show and actually contributing to the show. The graphics you've made for Long Night are really special. So thank, thank you, you so much being here. Uh, this is Freya and Zamudio. You can follow them on Twitter. <laughs> lovely, lovely. There's more stuff coming here. It's lovely. It's a, is that Thurston Moore? Yeah, this is Secret Songs. It's a record label run by Ryan Hemsworth, who's an electronic artist in Canada. So we, we do art direction for Secret Songs as well, which is really fun music if you guys want to check it out. But was that a rendering of Thurston Moore? Do you know? I don't think so, no. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm, no, sorry. No, that's not. Like, kind of looks, Shotgun Jimmy, are you within earshot? Does that not look a bit like, it looks like Thurston Moore like to me, yeah. Interesting. I think that's who that is. Anyway, you can follow these guys at uh, Freya Zamudio uh, on Twitter, and as she said, freyaandzamudio.com. Uh, we will return with a very special live performance by Eastern Owl, but for now, how about another huge round of applause for Freya and Zamudio. <laughs> This week, the Bookshelf Cinema is screening The Meddler, Deepon, A Bigger Splash, The Man Who Knew Infinity, and more. At the E-Bar on June 2nd, attend the Fierce DJ event, Hashtag Thursday. On June 3rd, attend a reading and discussion of Governor General's nonfiction book award winner, B-Time, with author Mark L. Winston. That's happening in the cinema, actually. And then, right after that, head over to the E-Bar to celebrate 10 years of the Kazoo Art Series with Shotgun Jimmy, Esther Gray, Bonnie Trash, and Banana Lambs. And then, on Saturday, June 4th, attend a That's My Drag, House of Love fundraiser. The Bookshelf is an independently owned cultural hub located at 41 Quebec Street in Guelph, Ontario. For more information about The Bookshelf's hours, 
listings, blogs, directions, accessibility, and to order books from their online store from anywhere in the world, please visit bookshelf.ca. All right. Thank you very much for being here on Long Night again, everyone. Our final guests of the evening are a First Nations women's drum group who often perform at community and cultural events, ceremonies, and educational clinics right here in St. John's, Newfoundland. We're thrilled they could join us for a performance tonight, so please make some noise for Eastern Owl. All right. This first song is the AIM song, and we're very excited to be here, so I hope you enjoy it. piece and uh, we do do a lot of traditional First Nations music but we've been experimenting and writing our own contemporary pieces and this piece is called Not Quite Like You and it's a song about identity. I'm not quite like you
one more time, everyone, for Eastern Al from right here in town. Thank you. That was lovely. You can follow them on the uh, Twitter, Al underscore Eastern. You're on the Facebook, too, right, guys? What is that? Just Eastern Al? Eastern Al on Facebook. That's them. Eastern Al, one more time. All right. We did it. That's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for coming to Long Night with Beach Connor here in St. John's, Newfoundland. And uh, let me tell you one thing right now. You can follow me on Twitter, at Vishkana, and also at Vish Creative, and follow this festival at Lanya Vanya. Thank you very much once again. We'll see you next year. We'll see you around. Have a good weekend. Good night, everybody. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.